you know what the other day um uh it was like pitch black outside and um i heard like footsteps like heavy footsteps outside and like the cats were like meow and all this kind of stuff and i thought oh my god i'm gonna die this is it yeah i'm gonna die <laughs> my just time. turns out though <laughs> it was just giant uh german shepherds like wandering our front yard so oh lovely yeah it was a good ending <laughs> i didn't die this no time. yeah but also i thought you were gonna be like it was ghost activity <gasps> i wish i don't i know you don't <laughs> I don't. <laughs> well, um, speaking of ghost activity, was there any ghost activity at the concert you went to? You rich yeah, person? Yeah, tons of ghosts. Not really. Um, did you just say you rich? <laughs> I'm very fortunate and grateful mm. that I was able to go. Um, I went to the 21 Pilots concert in Atlanta. They did a very selective tour. Um, they only went to a couple places. I got a t-shirt. It's tie-dye. Yeah, of course. I, I on brand. Very on brand be... for me. Yeah. But they only went to Denver, Los Angeles, Boston, Columbus, Chicago, and Atlanta. But mm-hmm. they did like three to five shows in each, I think. Um, but I went to Atlanta. And I'm not going to talk about Atlanta because I don't really enjoy it. But if you're from Atlanta, I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> They probably um, don't. <laughs> I don't know. And um, the concert was amazing. They mm-hmm. always throw such an awesome show. And I know they put so much work and detail into it. It's always, it always blows me away. It just feels like I was in a dream because I just constantly keep going back to watch the videos. And I just can't believe that I was there. And I, I just am really like grateful and thankful that I was able to go. So I was, it was awesome. You know, I love that energy, but I do have to say that 21 Pilots is one of those bands where I'm surprised they have any super fans. Do you know what uh, I mean? I, I mean, I saw a lot of super fans. I mean, the girls next I mean. to me like, were like screaming at the top of their lungs. Like, they, they, I, was screaming, I know they exist. Not that much. They are the uh, right I know, there. I, I know they exist because I think that deep down you are, you are a little bit of a super fan. I mean, it's not like you I go think. to a different state for a concert every single time. No, I don't. Know your truth. <laughs> that's who i am on the inside um mm-hmm. that's the thing with them it's very hard to explain this band because they have a very particular image to them and a backstory um so like trying to explain it because in the concert they do have a couple videos of like these um hooded figures and um then they have like these two people that were in one of their videos and it's like you can't escape and it's all this stuff and at the end of the day it all comes down to a very specific story that they have you know built up and it's it's super hard to explain it but from an outsider's perspective it looks like a satanic ritual to be honest he was dipping his hands in like black goo uh it was a lot of that it was a lot of that but it was amazing and i loved it um it was so good yeah but I don't know. I think it's just that I, I think a lot of people only know that band from their that their hit song. Yeah, probably stressed out. Yeah, from twenty fifteen. Exactly. A good, a good one, a hit. Um, that's yeah. actually their that was their Blurry Face album, and that was the first concert of theirs that I went to that I was hooked immediately. Wow, super fan. Super well, fan. 
you know, while you were performing satanic rituals in Atlanta, Georgia As one does. at a concert. Yeah, I was going through my own satanic behavior. Mm. Um, so last night, I, I, I stumbled upon a discovery that I'm uh, still scarred from at, in this moment. Um, so I have a white body pillow. Okay? Mm-hmm. A white body pillow. And when I got home last night, it was dark. So I went to go lay in my bed, you know, decompress from the day. And I have, like, mood lighting in my room. So it's, ne- it's never, like, fully bright in my room. Mm-hmm. And I'm on TikTok for, like, like... You're kind of like a bat. A little a bit. A little bit. A little you bit. You like to cuddle <laughs> in darkness. Exactly. And I was on TikTok for, like, an hour and a half living my life. Yeah. And then I look over to the my side and I look at the body pillow. I don't like, and I I don't s- like where this is going. You shouldn't. And I see these dried like brownish reddish spots i'm like what is it? like i'm not what is this and mm-hmm. i turn on my light mm-hmm. and it's more brown than it is red turns out and i have to i have to i have to smell it because i need to i have to <laughs> because because if i don't if i don't i won't know what it is and that's the scary you have to part. lick it too huh just to make sure <laughs> It's only if I want more data. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. And so I smelled it and it didn't smell great. So, and it was What territory dried. are we walking into here? Bad. It's bad territory. Okay. It's completely dried as well. So I also, I left my room open all day, which mm-hmm. I only have two cats that go in there and sleep on that pillow when I'm not there. there. Mm-hmm. Or even when I am there. But anyways, um... So the conclusion that's been made, because we don't really know what happened. This is just a hypothesis at this point. It's a hypothesis, and it will remain one because I don't. I will never know. Um, That one story for unsolved cases. Yeah, one of my cats may or may not have sharded Mm -hmm. on my body pillow. (laughs) So if you think your night was satanic. I just need to do some breathing exercises real quick. Now, I'm very thankful <laughs> to be a dog person. The thing is, though, like, dogs are gross. They're very gross. They're so not it's like pooping on my pillow. It. Yeah, but I've dogs never had a pooping everywhere. pillow incident. They'll poop never on had bed. a pooping pillow. They'll poop on the ground. They'll poop in your closet. They'll poop everywhere. That's false. <laughs> that's true that's true and you know it i know plenty of people who have dogs who literally they're, they're wake up in the middle of the night and their dog is wailing because they're shitting everywhere like i you know <laughs> that's because they're bad dog owners and they don't walk their dogs correctly or something something because i've never had a problem where my dog is pooping in my closet <laughs> well, or my good pillow for you but not everyone can be as fortunate i'm just a silly rich girl you are a silly rich girl that's for sure but i mean um you know, yeah. I, how long was it there? The I have pillow. no idea, man. Yeah. Okay. I for my own because you could have been sleeping on it for a while. You know, for my because it face. still had a smell. I'm thinking it happened that same day, but mm. for my own sanity, I'm going to choose to believe that it right, happened that day because I cannot. I refuse, and I cannot believe that it yeah. happened any other day. That's denial. <laughs> 
it might be but i'm fine with that okay well at least you're honest and truthful with yourself mm-hmm. um i'm really sorry that happened did you have to throw it away no um we because it was on the, it was on the pillowcase so we you know well, got the pillowcase so we no wait wait we well, got the pillowcase and we we put it in the washing machine and the dryer and all that kind of stuff well, and then we like clean the actual pillow like using this like oxy like spray stuff or whatever yeah so because it's like a it's like a 50 dollar body pillow i'm not throwing that crap away but it has poopy no particles way. i'll have to sleep with that i am not throwing away a 50 dollar body pillow <laughs> well scientifically that could increase your immune system because it's being introduced to more germs well there you go so you're it's you're, a happy ending you're a healthy you know queen <laughs> i don't even need the vaccine huh? <laughs> okay not true that's misinformation oh. <laughs> i think that we should get into this episode um because yeah, no more poopy pillow, pillow business this episode uh well, we should say welcome first of all welcome oh welcome to the, everyone to the episode i'm so happy you've um, stayed <laughs> yeah through all of that you've made it through all of the 21 pilots lore and then cats shitting themselves <laughs> so um this episode, I have to say, it was one of those where I did pause a couple times to really take in the fact that they were going this route in the story. Um, yeah. I, I re- this, this episode actually, like, made me mad. So that's kind of a new emotion, I think, for this show. New emotion locked. Well, mm-hmm. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. We had a lot of characters that we have not seen in a very long time miraculously just be back. You know what? Like it's when they get towards the end of the season, they do that. They all the always time. do that. They're always like, "Oh wait, these characters are still still arrived." Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're still alive. They're still around, and they're actually, you know, more in this storyline than you think. And I don't know why they do that, but they do it so often. It's so frustrating. I I don't like it. But th- there was a lot of twists and turns. I'll say that. Yeah, there was. Um, this, this episode is season two, episode 21 called Breaking the Code, but Mm -hmm. no codes were broken. We're still- No hacking. (laughs) Caleb wasn't even around. No, he wasn't. Not really breaking any codes here. Um, well, shall I get into the summary? Yeah, go ahead. Okay. In this episode, the girls find out the info that may have gotten Allison killed and are able to watch the ending of the mysterious video in Allison's bedroom. Meanwhile, Emily tries to contact Maya, and Arya struggles to hold on to Ezra. Hannah learns that A has other victims, and her shoplifting past is close to being exposed. Mm-hmm. Her torrid shoplifting past. A criminal. Such a criminal. <laughs> All right. So the cold open is, um, you know, the girls are in the, the school hallway, and they're talking about... Uh, how Spencer got the money to pay that Jonah guy to get the information yes. about about A. And she and, does not um, disclose that, you know, Jason was the one to give her the money. So yeah, she lies. Still, she lies and says it was from yeah. a relative. And, you know, Spencer is not a very good liar. No. I, I don't think all of them. I think all of them are not very good liars. But clearly you can tell, like, she did not get it from a relative. Just the way she said, I got it from a relative. Yeah, pretty much. Um, but, of course, the girls believe or don't ask questions yeah. about the yeah, money. Yeah, they don't care. 
Yeah, and um, it's kind of this is a weird moment where both Spencer and Arya decide that they're going to lead the group together, and mm-hmm. they're going to go meet Jonah alone. And yeah. you can tell that both Emily and Hannah are upset about it, and they do kind of briefly mention it a couple times like later in the episodes but Mm -hmm. they don't really go in depth into it which i don't really even know why they had it in the first place right well emily does say she's like well i really would like to know like who's been like torturing us this whole time so i would like to Mm -hmm. be in on like getting the information as well but the excuse was the guy had already seen aria so she had to go Mm -hmm. she was already in and then that spencer was the money person so the money person had to go so that was the only amount of people that were able to go Mm-hmm. which is weird reasoning but i guess it is what it, it is, is what it is so we can't really you know go too mm-hmm. far into that but hannah gets distracted because mona ends mm-hmm. up like pulling hannah aside and mona's all excited about going on this shopping spree at the mall yep. or whatever as always and, yeah and of course hannah is lost in her own sauce so she totally forgot about she's there she always hanging out this has never not been a thing in the show Whenever Mona has some sort of plan with Hannah, Hannah forgets about it. And mm-hmm. at that point, after probably maybe the fifth time a friend did that to me, I'd be like, I don't think we should be friends anymore. I think this should be over. Because every time I want to hang out with you, you forget about it or you don't show up at all. So I think we should just cut that off, this off, you know, and stop doing whatever this is. But <laughs> Mona clings on for some reason and Hannah's oh. trying to, like, be like, oh, maybe we can do it tomorrow. And then Mona's like, well, no, I have to, like, shop for accessories tomorrow. That won't work. Because you can't Ridiculous. shop for dresses and accessories on the same day, of course, obviously. Yeah. That's a crime. Well, here's the thing. If if we, even after this episode, if we are still believing that Mona is potentially A, Mona is playing mm-hmm. the long game here. Um, Which so- is clever. Yes, if Mona is in fact A, because Mona ends up getting a text from A, of course Hannah doesn't know about this yet, but she gets a text from A, you know, some random, you know, threatening text, you know, Mm -hmm. as as per usual. So now we have this whole thing of like, because, you know, we both of us have been saying, both of us have been saying that Mona might be A, Mm -hmm. and now we're learning that Mona is a potential victim of A, but I feel like... If she's not A yet, she will be, or, or I don't know, but I just, this is sus to me. It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't ring true. It doesn't feel know. right. Yeah. The vibes are definitely off. I would think Mona would be, you know, very smart to be like, oh, I'm going to show Hannah, like, we can be relatable yeah. and share these details, and, you know, this person's torturing me too, so we can relate on that point. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because there definitely is, I guess there is a lot of dirt to to be had off of hannah but because yeah. in the in the next scene um we begin the whole detective ashley storyline thing with hannah all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. um we have ashley you know living her life just trying to have a normal experience and the detective you know slithers up to her back door <laughs> literally not literally literally literally, literally slithers <laughs> on the ground um and uh she, he obviously scares her because he's being super creepy as per usual well and, there must um, be something wrong with the set's front door it must not be finished on the outside something's wrong no because no one absolutely no one uses hannah's front door no one 
that house would be so easy to break into. I would just do it all the time for fun. Oh, yeah. The back door's constantly open. Peep- a goes in there all the time. Like, it's a free-for-all. Yeah, they, they live there, too. Yeah, seriously. They probably live in the basement at that point. I, I don't understand that. it. But, yeah, he just... He, Big Detective has a lot of bad energy. Mm-hmm. And the fact that I don't know if he's clinging on to this Ashley thing, it's just not going to work. No, he... He definitely is, cause because he's he says eventually that he's there to talk about Hannah's shoplifting thing, which is a lot. Yeah, or not the shoplifting thing, but the morgue picture thing. Mm-hmm. I I think that he is um, talking about this like morgue picture thing, just so he can talk to Ashley more. Because the first thing he Probably. says to her is, "I've been calling you. Why haven't you answered?" So creep. it's definitely a personal thing. Yeah, he he has he still has a thing for her for sure, a creep. So the the next um part of this is that uh, Mona and Hannah are hanging out, and Hannah is clearly distracted, and because you know because Mo- Hannah's thinking about this whole Jonah thing and Vivian Darkbloom and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, uh, and Mona ends up getting another text. From and A. This, yeah, from A. And and Mona does show Hannah the text. So Hannah can see that it says A. Uh, yeah, it I mean, we all the audience sees everything that A or Mona is doing mm-hmm. to herself. We don't know yet. But everything is signed by A. It's all the same. It's all the same handwriting mm-hmm. so far from what I could see. Well, it, the most important part of this text though actually is the fact that it's it's a it's a photo of Ashley and the detective like getting it on kind of. Yeah in the window yeah. and and mona says that she doesn't believe it she thinks that it's photoshopped and of course hannah just goes along with that but the thing that i thought was so weird about this is why isn't hannah more concerned and surprised and in shock that a is also after mona I, she like doesn't care she's like oh yeah I'm like okay and i don't i don't know i really don't know what to be more focused on at this point because the fact that mona thought that that picture was photoshopped <laughs> took me completely out you know she doesn't think it's she can't it has to there's no way don't get me wrong probably photoshop was probably big back then but not that good the way first of all the picture is blurry second of all the picture is taken from outside from a pretty good distance of Mm -hmm. like an upstairs window and then he's hugging her so the go through the events of photoshopping that that would take somebody days I don't know. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's the fact that she believed it. This is why it has to be a ruse because there's no way she she would really think that she was a nerd. There's no way she's there's she no was way. smart. There's That's no why way. I'm like, no, she's playing us. She's playing all of us. This mm-hmm. is all Mona's game. I believe it in my heart and soul. But yeah, I don't know why Hannah didn't like really understand why she would be getting texts. Also, I mean, I do hope that hannah does become more self-aware and this is where it kind of gets tricky when we see hannah with ashley her mom they have some really deep conversations most sometimes not most of the time but sometimes and you do see a different a different side of hannah and then when you see her with her friends yeah she's this like dumb silly like i don't i don't know what i'm doing here person well you know like in in the next um seen here hannah actually does end up because hannah's seems to be more concerned about the photo because she knows yes. it's real so well, she, she ends she, up talking she definitely to her mother exactly she will do anything to protect her mom 
at the end of the mm-hmm. day. So anything to do with her mom, she's going to be super hyper-focused fo- hyper on. So I don't even think she could care less about Mona getting the A-text. She wants mm-hmm. to take care of this photo. Yeah, because she does talk to her mom and, like, she says to her mom, like, well, what, how would you feel if the photo got, if people knew? Hypothetically, if this photo got out, what would you do? <laughs> yeah, essentially. Why would you and, say and, that? And, I know, and Ashley immediately is like, again, she, Ashley basically says that, like, why would you say that? <laughs> why, well, why would you talk Ashley, about this? Ashley is a pretty smart woman, but her daughter mm-hmm. plays stupid. So, and every time you say hypothetically, it means it's happening. Yeah. Um, well, uh, there is a scene where Hannah does end up like finally confessing to her friends that about the whole Ashley and detective thing. So we yes. do. F- and I always forget what the girls do and don't know. So I forgot or didn't know that they didn't that they, the girls didn't know about Hannah's whole yeah. shoplifting debacle. Uh, Which I would have thought that would have been, you know, everyone would have known about that because she went to mm-hmm. like this police station. Like, again, like you said, it's really hard when certain characters are keeping secrets from all the girls because sometimes they tell them and sometimes they don't. And mm-hmm. this time, again, all the girls are like, oh, yeah, we understand. We're not mad that you've been keeping this secret all this time. And Anyways. don't trust us <laughs> enough to tell us about things. Yeah, it, it, it definitely... <laughs> there's the the uh, re- the reveals never quite hit in this no. show like not no, really they don't and that's that's one of a couple of the secrets that the girls let out to you know her their friends yeah that it just falls flat every time mm-hmm. um and then later on mona ends up like coming up to hannah with a police report um <laughs> of the shoplifting incident yes and there's like a little sticky note on it from A that says like you know this you better do something or whatever I don't even remember what it says it's, I, it I was don't know. she was supposed to like get it out in the Daily Mail or something yes, tell everyone th- basically yes A said to A told Mona that she has to give this police report to like the Rosewood newspaper by 10 a.m. Yeah. tomorrow or A will basically tell on Mona's like shoplifting stuff and get Mona arrested or whatever. Um, And what's so funny is the thought that these girls think they are, they, all these girls have a main character syndrome. Mm -hmm. So they really think that that being put in the, in the newspaper would like be a a wow moment. I don't think anyone would care. It would be like a gossip for a hot minute, but no one would care in the long run. If I'm being honest, it's shoplifting. I really don't know. It it really would be 50-50 because here we have a very small town where I feel like everyone probably reads the newspaper. Because, like, when Allison died or went missing, like, that was all over the town. Well, yeah, you of know? course. So I feel like with small towns, gossip either can go, you know, spread like wildfire and be, like, you know, really popular. Or it kind of falls flat and people just know about it. There's a difference, though. Allison was a young girl in a small town who was murdered in a brutal way. Mm-hmm. Hannah shoplifted a Gucci belt or whatever. It's like the, the difference is so. Yeah, the difference is so wide that well, I because you know what? Wait, even I forgot to mention this in the scene where Hannah admits to the shoplifting thing with her mom mm-hmm. sleeping with the detective. Um, uh, uh, Spencer says she even says. This is kind of a lot. 
all just because you shoplifted? She even so even the writers know <laughs> that this is blown out of proportion. But we're missing we're we are missing a small part. Also, Mona would have to say how the big detective covered it up or Ashley covered it up by like sleeping with big detective. That was going to also be the talk of the town. I guess that's true. I forgot about that part. Plus, but it I was just, like, oh, she could lose her job. He could lose his job. It was like, I feel like it would definitely be bigger than we would expect. But not because Hannah see... shoplifted, because the police handled it in a bad way. Yeah, but I don't see how she could get fired. Now, him, I could see that. But I, yeah, I just think mom, the I whole think entire fired, thing but... from the get-go was blown out of proportion. It's shoplifting, get a life. Yeah, Do you know definitely. What I, mean? I mean, okay. I think how it was handled in the very beginning... Big detective shouldn't have been like, oh, well, I could also offer, you know, if you don't want your daughter to be in trouble, you could sleep with me. Um, <laughs> so maybe don't do that. Maybe yeah. just give her some community service and move on with your day. Mm-hmm. And then you wouldn't be in this big mess. Mm-hmm. And um, it just, I, get, I, th- I just think that from the beginning, it was, it's a strange thing to want to cover up so badly. Yeah. Do you know, it's, it's a weird thing. From but it's an image thing. This town is all about images, and it's like, oh, my children and our money and our big houses, they can't be, my rich daughter can't be seen shoplifting, God forbid. You know, I think the downfalls of most stories is not necessarily this, is not necessarily the story itself, but it's if you can get the reader or the, or the audience mm-hmm. to believe what's happening or not. Right. And I think that here, I don't believe this storyline, if that makes any sense. Well, like, I definitely I don't... don't believe any of this show. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can say I can't that. Even, I can't even believe that Rosewood is an actual, like, a functioning place. Like, the whole point of a oh, story yeah. is to make it feel I like it's I don't even know real. how don't know. it's, how I don't know anything could possibly be working there. Yeah. But um, also in the previous scene, when Hannah is uh, admitting all of her truth, uh, they talk about Mona because mm-hmm. Hannah mentions that Mona's also getting texts from, text from A. And Spencer and all says, like, what? Kind of. But Spencer immediately is like, don't tell her that we're also getting texts. I don't tell her any information. Mm-hmm. I don't know why, Weird. but Spencer's solution to everything is don't tell don't anyone anything ever. That <laughs> has to be like a family thing, like from her mom and dad, where it's like, deny, I deny, guess. deny. Just don't say anything. No comment. Mm-hmm. Maybe. But Hannah doesn't really listen because she eventually tells Mona that A has texted her and all of her friends. Um, but this still, this still doesn't really solve the whole, you know, Mona situation. Um, yeah. Because Mona still has to, like, give up the goods um, mm-hmm. uh, before 10 a.m. tomorrow. Um, but in between all of that, Ashley ends up coming home and she sees the report, the police report with, yes. with the A note on it. And everything. Because Hannah was it. sloppy. Well. <laughs> she didn't clean up her evidence. She was sloppy in two ways. One, she left evidence. And two, she just left her binders everything. out all over the kitchen counter. <laughs> like, what do you. Yeah. <laughs> what a mess. Well, we'll get to the storyline later. But she is busy, like, breaking and entering into another person's house. So, True. I mean. <laughs> you can't clean up your homework that. if you have to go break and enter into somebody else's home. Yeah. Um, well, uh. Then the next day happens and Hannah talks to um, talks to Mona and, mm-hmm. you know, says to Mona, you know, I'm sorry I couldn't get you out of this. And I know that you had to give up the goods. I'm, I'm, and I'm, yeah. I, I, I don't. Letting her down you. once more. Yes. But Mona's like, you know what? 
I did. I did you a solid. A I went. I gave myself. I turned myself in. Um, mm-hmm. So he, so you know I didn't give in to A's games, and now I have community service. Yep. So, and there is that I don't. I I really am curious to see if this is a true story. Like, is she actually? Are we actually gonna see her in a, mm-hmm. an orange jumpsuit doing community service? Like, I couldn't even imagine a taking real responsibility for consequences. So I'm kind of. I want to see where this goes. See, I think that A... Because if you're blackmailing yourself, you're not going to, you know? But here's the thing, though. A is obviously... We've seen A's, like, therapy report thing, and it says they have, like, murderous tendencies and all these different types of things. Mm -hmm. So A is not normal... Doesn't have, like, a normal functioning outlook. So I could see A going through many lengths to, like, keep the ruse up. That's really... That's really for the bit. It really... (laughs) Yeah. It's also a prank. Yeah, good prank. When when Mona's in the cafeteria later on, she see she has her apple and then she sees another like um, <laughs> another message from A. I've never seen um, A give one person so many messages in such a short period of time. I know. That's another that's another hard. red flag. Yeah. She's really trying uh, to like, yeah, I'm being I'm being bullied by this person too. Be sorry for me. Well, I mean Hannah Hannah bites It works. No pun intended, but yeah, but she bites the the, the apple the whatever yeah the apple <laughs> not really but metaphorically um and uh mona shows the message to hannah to like say look this is still happening yeah and hannah for the first time ever um like invites mona to sit with her um and aria and emily mm-hmm. um so it seems like things are being patched up there now and maybe mona's gonna become the new it girl like ne- next season like like mm-hmm. I would, I would be very curious to see if in season three, Mona is now part of the core group, and they're all trying to like figure out a. Meanwhile, Mona is like has infiltrated their group, and she's really. I've always kind of wondered why, you know, why she wasn't. I mean, I can definitely understand because, you know, I understand having different friend groups, um, and usually not wanting to mix those. But I, I never really understood why. Mona wasn't friends with, you know, Arya, Emily, and, and it's, Spencer. It's because all of the girls had... The, all of the girls were brought together again after Allison's murder because mm-hmm. of A. So yeah. they were... So... But Mona, they thought, had no idea who A was and therefore is not, not part of their not little part clique. Of the group. But now that Mona is also getting threatening messages and also a victim of A, now she's, like, initiated into their little A mm-hmm. gang. Just because, so, like, Hannah's, like, that's... Because she calls Hannah her best friend. But mm-hmm. she's not really a good friend to her. And she's constantly with her other friends. So, I don't know. No, but now that now that Mona um, is also, quote-unquote, a victim of A, mm-hmm. uh, I think They can that sympathize Mona, with her and be like, aww. Yeah, and maybe season thing. three will be all about, like, how, how A is closer to them than they think, and then the end of season three is them outing Mona, and then Mona's like, out, you know what I mean? It was me all along. Yeah. <laughs> what? Um, and then uh, the, the next scene is Ashley going to the detective, confronting him with yeah. the stolen police report. Slaps down the report, what's this? And yes, he's like, because... Shh, what the... Shh. What, what, where did you get this? I could lose my job. What are you doing, woman? Well, he that's what out. he says, because Ashley thinks that he's the one that sent the, thre- the threatening, like, stuff to Hannah to yeah. try to intimidate her. Um, but Ashley is way off. Um, 
And what, what which is not her fault. To me, but... No, but what was really weird to me is that where did the A note go? I feel like it should have been important for the detective to see that there was a note written by A. Therefore, he'd yeah. be like, what, what's going on here? Because he obviously i don't know i just that would have that would have been better to me if he would have seen the note as well but yeah just, i was a little there. let down i was I, I am gonna be honest i was a little let down that the note was yeah. missing i think ashley probably kept it because it i think i think that she threw it i out. think she wants to confront hannah about it and be like I, why didn't no, you tell I, me about this or something i don't agree i think she, she just threw it out and was like who cares i know who did it <laughs> <laughs> mm, she made her own i don't know mind up it makes you upset um yeah well the the kind that storyline kind of ends there so we'll see mm-hmm. what happens with the detective and ashley now that they both have like i don't know they, they both are now kind of have a common enemy a little bit because they both well, don't want the information to get out yeah they both don't want the information to get out but he does say like oh this was not me like i did not you know mm-hmm. give this to hannah or ask hannah to like give me more information and try to like um intimidate her to give me more answers there we go Mm. and so he goes well that wasn't me and she's like well who was it so i think Mm -hmm. maybe he's they're gonna maybe work together to figure out who's trying to get their secret out maybe if they do that's so toxic but i could see i could see the show doing that yeah i know i I definitely could the show definitely gears towards more toxic stuff and we, especially these next few storylines are oh, so toxic. get ready. All right. So we have this big Spencer storyline that kind of encompasses a lot of the main things going on here. And yeah, um, it starts with Spencer talking to Melissa in, in her room and she actually tells Melissa about the Jason thing, which now I don't know if Melissa actually knew or not. I don't really know. Well, but- I was kind of shocked that Melissa was there. Let me just start with that yeah she's still pregnant she's she's still pregnant she doesn't look a day bigger than the last time we saw her 20 Mm -hmm. episodes ago so again i do not understand the timeline of this town or this pregnancy but Mm -hmm. melissa's there and they're talking about jason and i can't really read her so i don't know if she already knew but she does say to spencer like oh did you tell your friends or something like that and like let's keep it a secret so it's always with them it's like let's not tell anybody this stuff it has to be a secret yeah and once again spencer trusts the wrong person because she even tells melissa that she thinks that allison knew about about the whole jason thing Mm -hmm. and i feel like that was a bad call because that just tells melissa that spencer knows a lot more than melissa knew you know what i mean it just kind of it shows that spencer's onto the game you know onto it so to speak so i think it's a bad idea melissa's already a sketchy character but we can't really blame spencer for trying to like you know have a relationship with her sister so this was like a bonding moment for them because their parents had lied to them about this information and they are upset that they've been living next to a half brother their whole life Mm -hmm. yeah i don't really blame spencer but i'm just saying that it's a common theme for her where she's like yeah trust wrong the wrong people no yeah that's, um, that's actually a very common theme in the show that the girls are yeah. just like oh hello stranger yeah, i'm gonna tell you about my life right now and then you know more information about that yeah and speaking of trusting strangers spencer and aria then go to uh, uh meet jonah and um at least they're doing it in broad daylight <laughs> at least 
Because I can see them they doing are. it at night. <laughs> they are doing it in broad daylight, but there is something lurking in the daylight. Yes, and we, we see that at the end of the scene, but um, after some tough talking to, Jonah finally gives up um, the information, and it turns out that the information is only in a dress. <laughs> and I would not I pay $2,000 for that. No, but at the same time, I think that an address is helpful. So I don't really know why Arya and Spencer were so upset. Like, just use Google and, like, look it well, up. Like, I don't I don't know. I think, because I can understand them being very upset, because I think they thought the guy had, like, an actual name, the way he was, like, making it sound. And I think they thought they were going there to get the, the, the person who's been doing this and then they get an address, and they're like, we're 10 steps behind now. I thought we were going to be 10 steps ahead. The thing is, if if they were real people, they would realize that they're not 10 steps behind. Because they actually could have solved this a lot quicker if they realized. Yeah. Like, you know that moment when they were in downtown Philly, and they were right next to the address? But, like, a kiosk can't be somewhere people oh, buy yeah. things. That it, that is to me a big red flag in the sense that they do mm-hmm. not understand the actual weight of the information they have. They just don't. I know. They're useless. And I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. It's it's Can't the writers it. just making the characters being annoying. I don't know. Well, <laughs> speaking of being annoying, uh, a lot of segues here, but. The, when the girls end up like looking up and they see that Garrett, Garrett Good. is watching them. He's like stalking Very them. Very smugly watching them. Yes. And it's gross. Garrett and is then, so gross. And then later on when that whole scene where they, where Hannah talks about Mona and, and A, Spencer mentions that Garrett may like follow her home yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. So very bold. And, I, I um, don't know why... <laughs> Uh, this is such a waste of Garrett's time. Also, I hate Garrett. Um, why is he following Spencer? Like, what? What's he doing? Well, we know that we know that he's obsessed with Jenna, and that yes. he still feels this like need to be Jenna's white knight. So I think mm. that he's like obsessing and becoming like a, almost like a stalker type behavior. Yeah, um, where he's like exacting out revenge on Jenna's behalf, even though he's not with her anymore. And mm-hmm. also we. I think part of the reason is is exactly what we see here in this scene because Hannah is downstairs now mm-hmm. and she calls all the girls down because Caleb has decoded. Oh, guess like, something was decoded. Okay, I guess breaking the code. Breaking well, the video. Um, it's a stretch. But yeah. uh, it turns out that Caleb was able to uh, fix the rest of the video yeah. um, where like, you know, they're all in Allison's room and they're all afraid that Allison's going to come up, come up any minute. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the, all the girls are watching and they're, they're like, they're ready for Allison to burst into the room and be murdered. <laughs> yeah. And it's not in Allison. Comes. It's Melissa. Yeah. Who, who comes Melissa. through the door. Which and, I don't think I was shocked. Cause I, I didn't think I it was Allison's. Well, I honestly, well, if I didn't really think about it that much, so I think that's why mm-hmm. I was shocked because I didn't, I didn't take time to think of theories. Put much thought into it, yeah, yeah. So I, I was like, oh my god, it's Melissa, um, and the girls, are, the girls scream. They all screech mm-hmm. when Melissa comes through the door. They, they do. <laughs> well, um, this scene actually kind of was really funny to me 
because mm-hmm. the first thought was like we have to bring this to the police yeah like the girls are just going to arrest melissa for being in this video a civilian arrest you really aren't like they don't i mean it's proof but they don't see allison being murdered in the video yeah so they're just like we have to bring this to the police immediately which i i don't know what they're thinking but spencer's is like wait guys can we just like think about this for a moment because that's my sister can we not go to the police right now you know i think that some of it is because i don't have a sister so maybe it's why i also think that spencer's reaction was also dumb Mm. you can't sit there and tell like spencer don't sit there and tell me that your that your sister's innocent she's in this video where everyone's like plotting to maybe murder her like don't don't sit there and be like no no guys like it's okay like she's fine like it's fine like don't do that either it is tough. You it know? is tough when it's, when family's involved because you want to give them the benefit of the doubt, which Spencer does want. She goes, hey, guys, can, like, I just talk to my sister first and mm-hmm. maybe she'll tell me the truth. And all the girls are like, she won't tell you the truth. Which they're right. Which but... they're right. So, <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, so it's, it's tough. Spencer, her, her, her big idea is to go to a bar, even though her sister's pregnant and she's a minor, she decides to go to a bar. <laughs> hey, girl, you just want to meet me for some drinks? I need to talk to you. Okay, perfect. Where do you want to meet? Oh, just the bar that I can't get into unless I'm 21. Oh, perfect. Yeah. I love that bar. I'm pregnant, by the way. <laughs> it's perfect. 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 I need a good drink. Yeah. So she's at the bar waiting, and you're, you, you can assume she's waiting for Melissa, but... Turns out, this, Melissa, this, the, she's like, he's not the, she's not the really, only one coming. This whole episode <laughs> is just too much to handle. Yeah. Another character. Haven't seen him for a while. And in comes Ren. Yeah. Hello, love. Oh, Spencer, you're <laughs> here by yourself, love. Aw. You want to have a chat? Yeah. And, they, um, and by the way, at this point, Spencer is drinking. She wasn't drinking before, but she's no. like stealing shots and she's drinking. Well, so. for some reason, there's just, like, a bunch of shots just on the counter where yeah. no one's watching the alcohol. And Spencer's nope. just, like, taking them. And no one mm-hmm. sees her downing these shots. But Ren does. Ren says, oh, my gosh, she's going to be drunk. Perfect timing. Oh, perfect. I can get her naked in, like, two seconds. Exactly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, um, you know, she's not letting him sit down because she thinks that Melissa's coming. And yeah. uh, she sees Melissa, like, walk up to the bar, ready to, like, you know, meet her. Mm-hmm. But then Melissa's, like, also on her phone. And a car, like, drives up behind her, and it's Garrett. It's Garrett. And at first I was thinking, oh, like, he's just there to say hi to her. But no. She, like... No, she gets in his car and leaves. Yeah. Like, why <laughs> would you... It's so confusing, because why would you be about to open the door to the establishment and then just turn around and leave? It's really weird. I see. Now, this makes me think um, maybe Garrett is watching. Like, you know, we know he's like watching Spencer. So maybe he saw mm-hmm. the girls watching the video and see Melissa. So I'm thinking maybe he gave her the heads up and said, you know, they know. They know the secret's out. Maybe. I, I don't. Cause I don't know. It's, ha- it's, he's. Uh, this is another character that seems to just be around. And mm-hmm. at the perfect moment, it just happens to be that they're there and they just, you know, take over the scene sometimes. Well, yeah, especially, I mean, speaking of like, quote unquote, perfect timing, which is really just, it's just, I mean, some people would call it lazy writing. 
Mm-hmm. Um, Ren is with Spencer, Spencer. obviously. And um, uh, Spencer's like, oh, but Melissa doesn't even know Garrett. Like, why is she getting in his car? And then Ren just happens to be there. And he says, oh, well, I saw her. Uh, I saw them, both of them, at Melissa's doctor appointment. So she must know him pretty well. Yeah. So Oh, that's you weird. were really sitting on a hot piece of information, Ren. Thank you so much for telling me. <laughs> You're so useful. <laughs> I'm so glad you were just here at this bar that I yeah. had to meet my sister at and you just happened to walk up and see me drinking and mm-hmm. you know start talking to me it's all so convenient very convenient yeah um and then and Melissa do you think it's Garrett's his... baby I don't know no no because he's with Jenna well and we know that he's obsessed with Jenna like I don't think he would do that so I don't think so he mm. I you know what he could feel responsible for um, for Melissa's baby because Ian was his best friend. So maybe that's why. Okay. but I could see um, it from that perspective. Yeah. So Melissa texts Spencer and says that she can't come. And obviously Melissa was lying. Obviously. Right. Well, when you see um, somebody like the, the bar was all windows. I saw yeah. you walking in and get into Garrett's car. You're going to lie to me. <laughs> I was literally waiting and was looking out the window and I saw you. Well, Melissa, she's apparently been lying this whole time. So, really, she's like a savant. We just didn't know at lying. Mm. Um, and then Spencer decides to stay at the bar with Ren. And she doesn't really want to go home. So, that kind of just leaves them both drinking together. Well, if and, you don't want to go home, I have a pretty cool apartment with a bed. Yeah. But <laughs> me- meanwhile, while Spencer is uh, somehow engaging in, like, underage drinking, I don't really know how that's possible. But mm-hmm. while she's doing that... Um, the three girls have decided to go to the address that was given yeah. to them. And, um, you know, it, it's like an old, like, law firm that seemed to operate out of a house. That's kind of sketchy. what it is, I guess. Yeah, um, and it was, like, all locked up. Like, there's a gate mm-hmm. around it. The girls broke wait, into the gate. Wait, Mia, I think it's the same house. Do you remember in the Halloween episode... Where mm-hmm. Allison and them were all walking by the house and like, oh, what a creepy house. I think it's the same one. Uh, I don't know. Maybe. I think it is. Because remember that old man was at the house and we were like, what does the old man have to do with anything? Possibly. I think it is. I think it's the same house. And that's the same old man. We were confused why I was like there in the first place. Like, why did they show him in the episode? I mean, um, if it all comes down to that is connected. Cool. I think it is connected. Um, cause when they're, cause when they're at the house, they think it's abandoned, but it's not. Um, well, it definitely and, looks abandoned. And if you live, like if somebody lived there, why is there a gate around your house? Locked up I don't in know. chains. Honestly, when you're old and decrepit and you live alone, probably things just go by the wayside. Like you just forget to. And just, <laughs> How does he just, leave? <laughs> he never does. I don't think he does. Never leaves the house. Well, they no, go monster up. house. Monster house. <laughs> They go up and there is a, there's an old man inside and they try there to like is. steal the mail and he like takes it at the same time and mm-hmm. they all, well, actually Arya, which this made me laugh a little. Arya like pulls out a piece of mail from like the mail slot and the man on the other side, the old dude, like pulls it at the same time and she like sees him and like falls backwards off the porch and scrapes her knee. Yeah, th- all the girls were definitely spooked. They were spooked. I would be a little spooked, I would say. I thought the house was empty. I was it's just here to do a little that... snooping, and I got a little spooking. <laughs> <laughs> I 
you know what if we didn't name the episodes after the episode title we watched i would name the episode that and uh another very scary thing is happening at at ren's apartment um well his apartment is scary it's so scary by the way i love that the writers have decided that him being british is is his only personality (laughs) because because it's it's great though it really it really because i really want to know how the actor feels about that i know because you know he's like you know like we don't we're not always drinking tea like we do other people too and we don't like put up union jack flags like everywhere like we don't do that (laughs) We don't have, like, a telephone booth in our home. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Um, What I don't love, though. It kind of had, like, a frat boy vibe. It did. Bachelor pad. Which is weird. It was Um, bachelor pad. Um, mm. But what I really don't like is that Spencer's obviously drunk at his apartment. And she's, like, she's talking about how, like. She's flirting with him. Yeah, but, you know, she's a drunk minor. Like, it's, Yeah. But, um, and she's, like, talking about how they're just so screwed up together. They're just so quirky and different. And, like, I love so how he's, like, that way. you don't have, you're not the only person with family problems. Um, okay. Okay. Thank you for sharing. I was trying to take my moment here, and you're ruining it. Well, apparently the moment was enough, because they even start making out. Oh, so well, she, she is crazy. She's off the rails drunk. And she's like, when I first saw you, I thought, wow. And I mean, I thought, wow. And I'm pretty sure that's exactly what she said. And she has her hands all in her shirt. And mm-hmm. this guy is living on cloud nine. Yeah. He's like, I got a minor and she's drunk and I'm horny. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's go. My <laughs> wife is good. <laughs> uh, and... Uh, so, well, also there's a scene, a brief scene where the girls are talking about how they feel like they are, like, dejected after finding nothing at the address. But it's mm-hmm. a quick scene. We can just skip over it. Because um, we need to get back to Spencer and Wren. Um, Spencer is, like, all over Wren. She's, like, whispering yeah. in his ear. And she's acting like a weird seductress, which is, like, so out of her character and It's very out of character. It. But, yeah. He likes it. He doesn't care. He doesn't care, but... Th- I will say, though, I was really afraid where the, where the writers were going to take this because, unfortunately, I could see the writers taking it all the way and calling it romantic. I Unfortunately, I could. Yeah, I definitely could see that. But yeah. also, I was kind of more surprised that they were actually even doing this scene. It feels kind of, like, out of the show. Like, mm-hmm. I don't think this would have been on ABC Family, to be honest. Well, it was. And you know what it is? It's like, at this point, just make the girls college age. You know what I mean? So easy. So easy. I can't. It's bad. (laughs) It's really bad. But thankfully, and this really kind of shocked me a little bit. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, Ren has half a brain and goes, you know, you're drunk. I like you, but... I do have some morals. And he doesn't go through with it. Yeah, he does the bare minimum. It isn't one, so. Or R word. <laughs> Not a bleep that, I don't know. <laughs> the bare minimum. <laughs> Thankfully, he doesn't sec- S.A. her. Yeah. God. That's, That's so sad. Say. We're like, 
a person does the bare minimum and we're like yeah that's good he's a good person Woo, yay. <laughs> i mean um, i i am really happy that he didn't though yeah thank god because i know for a fact if it did happen the show would be like oh my god it's so romantic i know they would oh well yeah definitely they'd yeah. be like isn't this sweet like he loves her so much that he would yeah. do he would have sex with her even when she's drunk yeah but she's definitely rebounding i mean let's just be honest she's, re- she's oh, still well, she's not yeah. over toby um no we know she we know she's not over toby and we also know she's probably dealing with a bunch of like the jason stuff you know her melissa mm-hmm. stuff so all that combined and then her being drunk on top of it is just a recipe for disaster so i think that yeah. had a lot to do with it yeah and um spencer wakes up the next day and it's it's late he's already back from work and yeah um, he's already did all of his rounds yeah so did he go to work drunk like i don't i guess that's malpractice for sure (laughs) i don't think he cares no he's british who cares um (laughs) but (laughs) he had tea he's fine uh what i love is that spencer woke up saying i'm late for school and he was like yeah that's cool hot if if the girl wakes up the next day and says the full word high school (laughs) oh (laughs) i hate it i hate it here oh well you know this this is really the problem he's mm. still extremely attracted to spencer and he's old ew it's it's nasty Dude, to be honest you literally it just is. you just got back from being a doctor and you just came home to your 16 year old i don't know what she is to him mia i know but we have to save this energy for the aria storyline because it is <sighs> We, because we can get into all of that, all of that nastiness, because it really is highlighted in this episode with Ezra and yeah. Arya, um, as well. Like it's, just, it's like a a one two punch with yeah. these two relationships. Um, but before all of that, uh, we do have to say that Spencer was when she was back at home, she was um watching the video again, you know, looking at Melissa coming into yeah. the room, and uh, Melissa ends up like coming home and she like mm-hmm. says to spencer i have to i have to tell you something uh, it's like time or something also like that. melissa is you know avoiding her parents she she mm-hmm. did say it in the you know previous scene where she was talking to spencer about jason and then she says it again in this scene where she's like i want to talk to you and tell you something really important but not here because mom and dad can come home so they leave yeah and spencer leaves her phone as yeah. well so in case she gets into some something sticky she's mm-hmm. stuck and i believe someone was watching her the whole time as well right probably garrett probably i'm thinking that too um yeah so it kind of ends there so we'll see if spencer uh makes it <laughs> next <episode>. yeah <laughs> could be yeah. her last episode alive mm-hmm. so i think that before we talk about emily and maya which is a pretty shorter like a much shorter storyline and kind of mm-hmm. also ends the episode we should talk about Arya and ezra okay um because it really it's a lot so when is it not you know i know it's, it's a it's, but it's like it's reaching see here's the thing with the writers in this in this storyline every time i think it won't get worse it gets worse yeah but you know? it, it hasn't surprised me though i'm still not like completely shocked where they go with their characters or their relationship to be to be more clear um because as of right now where we are standing is Ezra's basically about to take the job in New Orleans. 
And well, yeah, yeah. That's all because Byron has set this up for him. And, you know, Arya doesn't want him to move. And they're doing this, like, whole secret thing behind their her parents' back. Mm-hmm. So I think it's really getting to him. And he's probably, like, tired. Well, yeah, because... Um... And I think that Arya is, like, acting all, like, naive and is like, oh, but he won't take the job. Like, it will be fine. Oh, well, she's, um, this is an Arya thing. She definitely is like, oh, well, he loves me, so he he would definitely give up a better job just to mm-hmm. be with me. Yeah, meanwhile, her mom comes in the room and talks about the le- she, the letter that A sent um, yes. Byron. And Arya even reads the letter, too. And Ella is smart enough, at least in this moment, to be like, wait a minute, I've seen two letters signed from, from A. a. This mm-hmm. is weird. And, of course, Arya acts like, oh, I don't know anything. Like, this is so weird. Yeah, she, like, starts journaling. Yeah, Like, while <laughs> her does. mom is, like, asking her, like, what's this all about? She just, like, starts writing in a journal. Well, she's an artiste. That's why. Oh, oh yeah. Mm-hmm. You're right. Sorry. Um, And then Ella says that she's going to look into it. So now we have Ella on the case. Which is Ella's not good on the case. for anyone. And a little late to the game. But, mm-hmm. I mean, at least we got some players, so that's great. I don't know yeah. how far that's going to go. I, and I'm happy she made the connection, but I feel like she might talk to Ashley and Ashley go, oh, yeah, I had a note on the police report. Probably not police report. But I saw a note that Hannah had mm-hmm. from an A. And maybe yeah. they'll be working together, maybe? I don't know. It's a reach. I don't know. I'm really reaching it is, with it is that It's kind one. of a reach. Um... And then later on, um, Arya confesses to her friends that um, about the A letters that are, that are being sent to her parents, and mm-hmm. that she even admits that she was still she's still seeing Ezra. Oh, another secret! And all the girls are this. Actually, they do get mad at this one, but specifically well, Spencer, Spencer only yeah. because Spencer's like, but we were like being sad because Toby and Ezra and we were bonding, and you deserve an Oscar. And I'm mm-hmm. like. You are seeing true colors here, my friend. Get out while you can. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, uh, and then later, um, Arya goes to meet with Ezra in their in her car. And this is where Ezra's like, you know what? I'm, you know, they offered me the job and and I'm not, I'm not saying no. Probably. Yeah, he, he didn't give them an answer. He didn't say yes mm-hmm. or no. And Arya kind of was like, what? You didn't say no, but I thought you loved me. <laughs> She's so Ar- horrible. So horrible. I know. Be long then, distance then, if it's that desperate. Mia, I when she started when she started to cry, I was like, girl, get it together. Oh, I was laughing. Oh yeah. Her sobbing because all he did was go, Yeah, I didn't say yes or no to the job. Mm-hmm. And the waterworks. And oh, the funniest yeah. thing was he got out of her car and got into his car and, like, drove up to hers and looked to her through the windows. And all <laughs> the one, the single tear coming out of her, I, I was yeah. gone. I was a goner. I was like, this is awesome. It's, it's awesome, it's so but it's dramatic. so bad. Yeah. And Arya takes the waterworks all the way into her bedroom. Oh. And. Oh. This is. You oh, know, wow. Arya. If you wanted privacy, shut your goddamn door. Because I don't I don't get it. The door thing Ella, the door thing in this show, I don't know if it like affects the sound, but no I one's closing know. doors. I don't know what no. the situation is. It's a problem. But she's crying the blues, doors wide open. Ella sees her sobbing and goes, mm-hmm. Oh no, sweetheart, what's wrong? And 
Arya goes, get out. Get away. Yeah. And I'd be, I, I would be like, listen. Listen here. You're not going to talk to me like that. No, but of course Ella doesn't say any of that because Ella is like, no. has no backbone and no actual convictions. No, um, but she does like, she does go, well, I'm your mom and I want to know what's wrong. And But and Arya says Arya that like. snaps. Oh, yeah, because she tells, because apparently Ella didn't know about Boyle's antics with this new who, mm-hmm. like, whole thing. Yeah. And, um, you know, Arya says, like, oh, you're probably, like, happy that, that Ezra's leaving, and mm-hmm. and it has, my dad's an awful guy, and, and you know what? You thought you were just losing Ezra? Well, you're gonna lose me, too. And then, like, storms out. So dramatic. Yeah. And I knew, Mia, Mia, I knew in that moment that, you saw e- that Ella, that Ella was gonna be like, oh, you yeah. know what? It's fine. No. Then you can be with him. No. I def- the second Arya said, well, you just lost me too, mm-hmm. I knew Ella was going to be like, oh, well, I don't want to lose my daughter, so she can date this teacher. It's fine. Yeah. Like, sh- you know what? And, and you know what? In fact, as a mother, I'm going to go to Ezra's apartment where I know that they're having dinner together. Yeah. And I'm going to go and um, I'm going to help this man groom my daughter. I'm going to help yeah. him out. It's hard. It's hard work. So I'm going to help him out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know deranged is all i can say deranged mm-hmm. and and sad more sad it's because so sad. now this is really putting the audience in perspective of oh wow the mom is the hero because now she's mm-hmm. letting her daughter date this older guy and is happy not happy but is like enabling it yeah because ella Craziness. says she doesn't condone it but she's like but she's willing to help them which is like what <laughs> what are you, what are you doing first of all she goes to the apartment she walks in. It's super sketchy and weird. And mm-hmm. she's like, I just want to understand this relationship. Okay. All right. Sure. What do you need to understand more than this guy is literally dating your underage daughter? What is there mm-hmm. more to understand from that? What more answers are you looking for here? I don't, I'm not I on the same know. wavelength of, as this. After this whole thing, I don't think that Ella, because Ella to me this whole time was kind of like a lovable idiot. Like I, was, I was like, oh, she's trying. Well, after this after this i no. I, I can't there's no, no redeeming and now i feel like this is just setting it up for the beginning of this whole secret being you know ella's secret mm-hmm. and not telling byron about it and then once he figures it out it just is going to explode exactly yeah, yeah. uh and I, and I bet you there's going to be some funny, quirky sequences of both Ella and Arya, like, lying together, trying to, like, you know, help each other oh, out probably. with Boyle. Yeah. Ugh. Gross. I hate it. And, and you know, and you know that when he figures it out and he's talking to Ella, like, why'd you hide this behind my back? And she's going to be like, I could have lost my daughter, Byron. Mm-hmm. Did you want to lose your daughter over this guy? And then he goes, oh, you're right. I don't want to lose my daughter. And then he's like, oh, yep. it's fine. <laughs> yep. I can see it as well. Crazy. Totally. <sighs> well, um, that kind of ends the storyline there. My but... favorite thing, though, I would have to say, sorry to interrupt, yeah. is Ashley would never let this happen. No. So No. Not she in a million sta- She stays my favorite mom. Yeah. I agree. For sure. Um, which I do believe that when it comes to fans, she's also a favorite mom as well. I believe I, that yeah. is true. She's cool. Uh, so the the last storyline is with Emily, Maya, and Paige. Guys, Paige is back. Paige is back. <laughs> she wasn't at the Sharks party that we saw, but technically nope. she was. 
I guess, yeah, I guess she was in the corners in the shadows. I don't know. But <laughs> she was under, like, you know when stairs have, like, a little door underneath yeah. the storage? She was hiding under there. Yeah. Because um, Emily is still calling Maya. So, obviously, Emily's still worried about all that whole thing. Yeah. Um, well, because, you know, like we said in the last episode, Maya just leaves. Yeah. She just leaves. She's like, this is unfair. Your friends are cooler than me. And just leaves. And, you know, Emily's still trying to find her contact her mm-hmm. you know any way she can because she still she loves her yeah and Paige, you can because Paige has grown out her hair she is looking brighter Paige happier looks happier yeah and cooler for a reason yeah because um Paige and emily uh are hanging out yeah and um uh, after you know when they come back to school after hanging out um Paige gets a call from her mom, and her mom, uh, we don't hear what the mom asks, but Paige says, oh, mom, she's just a friend, like, don't worry about it, haha." Yeah. So, we do see that, um, uh, Paige did come out to her parents, mm-hmm. um, and Emily's like, oh my god, like, good for you, but Paige is kind of like, I can't wait to my parents, like, what do you think about that? Yeah. Like, do you want to get together or not? What's going like, on Like, I'm fully out and ready to mingle, so I know mm-hmm. that Maya's gone, so... Yeah, but Emily is definitely too focused on Maya yeah, at this she's, point. Yeah, she's definitely not... She's not thinking about, you know, replacing Maya at this point. She's thinking about no. trying to find Maya and, you know, help their relationship from where it left off. Yeah, because when Em is getting um, food later on... Uh, she like sees someone and thinks it's Maya and like yeah of it, but it's not. It's not, and then she like runs out crying, and conveniently yeah. she runs out and runs straight into Paige, and mm-hmm. Paige is like, "Oh my God, Emily!" and Emily's like, "Oh hey, uh, hey," and she's like, "Oh no, what's wrong? You're crying," and she's like, "It's fine, it's fine." <laughs> and so I mean, Paige is really down bad because she's so Paige. Bad. Yeah, she she's like, oh, forget about Maya. She, this is this is who she is. She's, she she's is not crazy. reliable. <laughs> she is crazy. She just starts going like, you know what, Emily? You don't deserve Maya. She's not good for you. She's not a good person like I am. Whoa! Yes. Whoa! And then she tries to seal that with a kiss. <laughs> uh, uh. No, you didn't. She's crazy. Yeah, this is this is giving me when when Spencer was crying about Toby and Rem was like, "Hey, you want to make out?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And this is all. This is also when Arya was like in the middle of the town and Jason drives up and just kisses her. Yes. Yeah. What's what's with the show and no consent? It's very strange. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just 2012. This is just how it was. I don't know. Was this just going <laughs> on like all over the place? What's <laughs> happening here? Uh, well, um, obviously Emily's like, no, like, dude, no, Oh, yeah, Emily gets that. so offended. Yeah, she, which I she's get like, it. She's literally like, Paige, no, and she, like, runs mm-hmm. out. And then we see a scene later on where Emily calls Maya again, but obviously there's no answer. Yeah. And, um, the, the episode actually ends with a cliffhanger for this, like, very small plot line. Mm-hmm. Um, someone, uh, you know... Obviously, Emily is still staying at Hannah's. At least I think she is. Mm-hmm. And the police knock on the door and they tell Emily, like, we, ha- we have to talk to you about Maya. Yeah. Which is surprising that the police knew that Emily is living there. Well, I mean, I guess it's a small town, like you do say. So it could yeah. be known that, her, that, that Emily's It's the same police officer. He's like, 
the only police officer in town. Besides, besides Garrett, Garrett and the detective. He, he's a good police officer. <laughs> yeah, he's the only one. I think his name is like Barry or something like that. Yeah. But yeah. he he's like, Emily, you know, I need to talk to you about Maya. Mm-hmm. And so this kind of leaves us for like, is Maya dead? Did Maya do something? What 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 happened with Maya that they need to talk to Emily about it and not her parents? You know what? I think it's going to end up being that Maya's parents reported um, Maya missing. Mm-hmm. And so this is going to be the first time we see Emily interact with Maya's parents. Oh. And Emily might be able to, like, calm down Maya's parents mm-hmm. about making her go back to True North. Because, mm-hmm. you know, do you know what I mean? That would be really um, interesting to see if they go that way. Yeah. And also, too, uh, we have seen Maya, like, talk to a bunch of, like, bunch of, like, sus men in town. So yeah. I don't know if that will come into play. I don't know. Mm, but i'm not completely but, sure yeah there is an a ending though of obviously mm-hmm. someone who with gloves on is shooting a gun at a gun range yes so that i think that's kind of that's like to make the audience be like oh my god did a kill maya mm-hmm. you know i don't think so though i think that maya is just missing and that the parent this will be a way to get the parents on screen yeah i i'm pretty sure we'll probably see maya in the next episode maybe like she'll just be like haha i just was yeah. pranking you guys I was just mm-hmm. sad and didn't want to, like, go back to that boot camp. Yeah. But, but that's how the also, episode ends. Also, oh, a little bit more? before that, which yeah, is yeah. not in the Emily Maya um, timeline. Not timeline, but storyline. Um, Ashley and Hannah... Well, Ashley oh, sees yeah. that piece of mail mm-hmm. that Arya took from that strange house. And it's from the law firm. And Ashley mm-hmm. sees it on Hannah's bed and is like, what, what are you doing with this? She lies, of course, and she's like, oh, it was delivered here by accident. And Emily's like, mm-hmm. not Emily, sorry, Ashley is like, oh, well, that's weird because I know that place. And Hannah's like, mm-hmm. ooh, a lead. <laughs> and it's actually the law firm that Ashley used for her and Tom's divorce. But the kicker, mm-hmm. drumroll, Melissa worked there at the time. So yep. that just brings more Melissa into Melissa's guilty, something's going on. So there's that yeah because that that piece of mail is from that old man's house so yes it all like comes full circle so melissa is definitely part of it and hopefully we get more information on melissa next episode i, I totally think forgot so. about that i like skipped over it on accident but it's okay it's a big reveal so um we'll see if maya's dead if melissa killed allison <laughs> yeah i i'm really <laughs> expecting i mean we're almost to season three so mm-hmm. and i feel like there could be a 50 50 chance of a big reveal or a small a small tiny reveal yeah well episode 22 the next one is called father knows best so i mm-hmm. guess we'll see we'll Peter. see and i saw the the thumbnail for the for the episode was uh, i think i think actually i think next episode ep- next episode is going to be another gimmick rosewood event where it's a father-daughter dance oh so yucky. I, yikes a lot of trauma there yucky. but <laughs> we'll see well, uh, we'll see I, if i don't father does I don't know best know because isn't the gun that a at the in the a ending they were shooting with peter's gun the one that they got in his desk okay so maybe mm-hmm. peter gets shot Ooh, i don't know i don't know if they're gonna like kill a main character well so not quickly. kill him but you know maybe you know just hit him, in the, him in the arm <laughs> yeah <laughs> that would be shoulder blade fun we'll see yeah. we're gonna definitely see what happens and we're so close to the end so it has are. to be juicy yeah. hopefully it better be it better be
This has been the Popular Table Podcast. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram at popular underscore table on all those platforms. Also, please leave a rate and review on Apple Pod- on Apple Podcasts. That's where you usually listen to podcasts. Don't look at me like that. I'm not <laughs> also, <looking. laughs> also, we will be posting new episodes every Tuesday. And if you're watching along with us, we would love to see your thoughts on Twitter and Instagram about the episode. Even if you aren't watching along, share what you think anyways. Thanks for listening and see you at the popular table.